Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for your Retirement Elevated. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. And we'll just kind of make this a fun little special edition of the show. Walter Storholt alongside Scott Dugan. And Scott, I just have one thing to say to you. Kansas City Chiefs fans unite. World champions. World champs. How does it 50 feel? 50 years. It's, it feels pretty good. It's been a long time coming. Uh, last time there was three years before I was born. And so the city, uh, you know, this is very similar to when we won the World Series. I think this is maybe even a bigger deal, you know, for them to, it's been so long. And it was great to, you know, we had beautiful weather, walk outside of the game. We just hear people, you know, celebrating and fireworks going off. And uh, it was it was a great time. And it's only going to, they're probably going to celebrate the rest of this week with the, the big parade, <laughs> which I'm not going to, by the way. So <laughs> these, uh, these days don't come along very often. And so when you can pull together with your city and kind of have that common united goal, it's just there's a special sense in the air. There's a special aura in the air that just you can't duplicate really with anything else other than the way sports can bring to people together like that. Very, very few other events have that kind of true collectivism that sports gives us in moments like uh, we saw in the Super Bowl and in the Kansas City area. Yeah, it's, it was it was pretty special, and you know we've got a we've got a great coach great players and a great fan base and one of the things that really stuck out uh, to me was at the end of the game you know where they're you know doing the celebration having the interviews and interviewing Patrick Mahomes and they were asking you know how how did you pull this off what was going through your mind you know when you were down and it didn't look good you couldn't get sparked you know, how did you how did you turn it around? And I thought what he said was was extremely important. And he talked. He said, you know, we never lost our faith. You know, we we came into this and we trusted the game plan. You know that the coaches put together. They trust each other as teammates, and they knew if they just executed and stayed you know, true to who they were, that they could prevail. And I thought that was fantastic. And that's a lot like retirement planning or financial planning. <laughs> I knew you were going to find a way to turn this into a podcast episode and, and relate it back to finances in some way. Yeah, I was, I was scratching down notes when I got home after the game. I said, oh, what a, I'm going to talk about this. When I saw that post-game interview, I actually had a little thought that went through my head. And I said, I wonder if uh, Scott will try and do a whole episode on the, on, on the Super Bowl or related in some way. And, and here we are. <laughs> here, you were, we're going to do this. And it's going to get even more interesting here in a moment if I, if I can weave this all together. But it's, you know, when, when someone decides that they're going to work with, you know, a financial advisor, financial planner, what they're really doing is delegating. They're strategically delegating certain tasks to that professional to help guide them through a process, to help them discover, you know, what's truly important, you know, what's their goals, dreams, and objectives, and more importantly, what are the strategies we need to put into place to achieve those, to give you a high probability of success. And so when you put that plan together, that's like the game plan. Just like with, you know, Coach Reed puts that game plan together, utilizing everyone on the team to get the desired outcome. And most of our job, especially once we help you articulate through discovery what's truly important, 
once we explain to you the options you have to you know, things to put into place to get you closer to your goal and objectives, then our biggest job becomes you know, making sure that plan stays on track, but more importantly, that you stay on track. Because we all can be susceptible to uh, you know, information and things that pop up out of nowhere. And I've got a new family that's coming on board with us. And this gentleman religiously just absorbs hours and hours of financial media, radio shows on the weekend. And it's just almost made him so nervous because he takes in so much information and which is a lot of it is just a lot of puffery um but it's like the first thing we gotta do is get you to stop doing that we gotta we have to find something better for you to do with your time than than absorb all this information and i'm not trying to keep people from being educated that's not it at all i'm just saying we, we got to pick a path and stick to the path because there's a reason for that and i think one of the a perfect example of of being swayed or letting doubt or worry you know seep into our our mind and our, our daily thoughts is the current pandemic you know the coronavirus yes and it's big news and obviously we we want to take this seriously uh, the market has reacted uh, but the market's reacted in almost the same fashion it has uh, when we have, you probably remember the Ebola breakout, which is a serious uh, situation. Uh, we had SARS. Do you guys remember SARS back in the day? My, my grandparents had SARS. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, these are things where they come out, uh, it's a breakout. And we talk about the contagion period where it you know, potentially spreads. And then we get to containment, which means they've got it under control. And so if you look back over history and you know, all the different examples of you know, what we've experienced, you know, the market tend to panic or pull back. And these things happen every couple of years, uh, but they find their way through it and we become you know stronger and more resilient for it and so we there's a lot of predictions out there you know the media always starts with a big number and then we, we rarely ever go back and re, revise those numbers to the correct ones and there's a lot of models out there that i've read that are predicting you know 10 to fifteen thousand deaths um, even if china can contain the virus uh, if not obviously it could get worse than that that does sound like a lot of people uh, but to put that in perspective, uh, in uh, the United States every year, uh, the flu does uh, kill over 30,000 people and over 200,000 people are hospitalized every year in the U.S. from the flu and flu symptoms. You know, so I think we think about perspective and yes, it's it's awful that, you know, people are experiencing that and anytime we have a loss of life, we, you know, life is precious. But I think we put it into context that when we're trying to continue to stick to our plan and, you know, make sure we keep our sanity and our wits about us, you know, we just need to take that in perspective. And like I say, our biggest job is to help our clients make logical, facts-based decisions with all the proper facts that we can gather and avoid making emotional decisions as much as possible. Because the market works with 
you know, the whole idea, we all, if I said, hey, wh what's the key to making money in the market? It's buy low and sell high. You know, that's the whole premise. The vast majority of people buy high and sell low. And unfortunately, that's kind of what makes it work. And so we want to make sure we're on the right side of those decisions uh, when it comes to epidemics or pandemics that pop up or anything else that's in the news that makes the market temporarily fluctuate. Uh, that happens. And uh, we just need to make sure we're prepared for it. And we don't abandon our discipline or our plan of action that we've set out in place. If something were major to happen and we really needed to readjust a plan, we would obviously do that. We would be reaching out and doing those things. But I can tell you now is not one of those times. Yeah, it's interesting to look at that. And this is one of those tougher things, Scott, because I don't know, I guess it just seems like this is a different level of not I don't want to use the word panic, but of reaction. You know, if there's like something that comes out about uh you know, a, a trade war or something like that that moves the needle a little bit on market news. You know, we've had even some of those with China over the last couple of years. We've seen things like that occur, um, you know, or, or the president has a tweet that then, you know, sends people in different directions reacting and, and guessing at what that means or what's going to happen. Something as simple as that can move the markets a little bit. But maybe it's because it just seems so big. And also there's so much misinformation out there in today's world as well, where you're seeing, oh, it's a bioengineered virus and uh, they're, they're lying about the numbers. It's actually in the hundreds of thousands already. And look at how many are quarantined. They, they're, they're not telling us everything about it. When you get that level of doubt and concern entered into the equation, it just must make it that much harder to keep these things in perspective. Oh, absolutely. And there's, and I may include this in our uh, podcast, a little download. It's a chart of the S&P 500 uh, from January 1st, 2018 to December 31st, 2019. And it basically lists all of the media headlines that cause the markets to, to move. And there's probably 50 plus uh, you know, little entries on things that the media really grabbed onto. The thing is, when you look at that, if I ask you to say, all right, can you, on this chart, with 50 plus incidents that happen in the world that cause the market to go down, looking at that, you know, pick out the coronavirus and what it did. And actually, it's darn near impossible to even find it on that chart. Hmm. Uh, because it's pretty wild. Yeah, it is. And if you, because of, we think here and now this is the way it is, but if you look at it historically and over that over the period of time, $10,000 in 2008 is worth $28,000, you know, the beginning of 2020, but it had some rocky ups and downs along the way, but the, the progress or the, the trend line is still upwards and to the right, you know, so that we've got to, we've always got to remember that it's not going to be a straight line. Uh, there's going to be ups and downs. And I say this several, I say this many times when we're building plans for our clients. I said, let's just know that there's going to be three outcomes with your plan when we check in on it. And we open up the hood and we check in. And there's going to be some times that our plan is ahead of schedule. Why? Because the markets have run hot and we're, our returns have been great. There's going to be some times where the market or our plan is going to be behind schedule. Why is that? Because we're going to have some down years in that time. And there's going to be the third outcome is the, mark, the plan is going to be right on track. 
And so we always want to check in and modify and tweak things when needed. Uh, we just need to make sure that we operate in a range that we're comfortable with. So I call it guardrails or putting guardrails up. As long as we operate between those guardrails, your plan is going to be just fine. But one of the biggest determining factors of success when we talk about investing or financial planning is keeping our wits about us, staying on plan, being disciplined, and not let our emotions run wild and, and do things that are truly not in our best interest. It's interesting. I'm I'm envisioning like the uh, you know the, the the bumpers in the in the lanes of the bowling alley, right? Just as long as we keep it inside those bumpers, <laughs> we're we're in good shape. And if you don't have a great financial plan in place, it means you're bowling without the bumpers. So we want to put the bumpers in there so that you never end up in the in the gutter. You got to stay in those guardrails to make sure that you're keeping everything on track. Exactly. That's that is our. We went from world champions, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Being a team player, being team-minded, and more importantly, surround yourselves with great teammates, put a great plan of action together, and execute that plan at the highest level. And when things are off track a little bit, go back to your plan, go back to your basics, play to your strengths, and nine times out of 10, things are going to go out just fine if you stick to your plan. So you're, you're viewing this as uh, as as just another one of those situations where we're going to see everyone overreact a little bit from a financial perspective. Uh, again, I think you've given enough disclaimers. We, we're, we're talking about large numbers and financial impact in our scope of our conversation. So, you know, it's it's not in, uh, meaning to uh, lower the impact on the individual lives, but we're, we're dealing with just large numbers. So we don't mean to come off in any way as, you know, not uh, feeling for those involved and affected by these things things on that personal level. But it, when you look at this, it's just not going to rise to that level. I mean, it still may in the future, you know, if something does mutate or transform or it's another pandemic later down the line. Sure. They're not saying that can never be a bad one that really will cause a major impact, but you're kind of viewing this through the lens of all the other ones that have occurred that did not derail our, you know, economy as a whole for a long period of time, just more of another blip on the up and down radar of the stock market. And you're completely correct. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're not making light of it. We're just saying keep it in context and save that energy for if and when it ever does become a much bigger issue. We will, at that point, make decisions if needed. But I believe right now it's not that time to abandon our plan or our discipline because of a temporary market movement downward, uh, which history has told us usually pops back up after a period of time. And we're, I think we're actually seeing that today, even from what the markets have done. So stay tuned to that. If things change, we'll let you know. But for this time, let's stay on track, uh, go out and enjoy and do the things and enjoy being uh, Chiefs fans and world champions and uh, bask in that glory because, you know, football season's a ways away. So we want to take advantage of what we can. Absolutely. There you go. Well, congratulations again to the Chiefs. And uh, Scott, I know you're going to enjoy that victory for a little longer here. And uh, we appreciate your perspective on not only the game, but also uh, talking about this you know, serious matter of the coronavirus, but putting it into that financial perspective and trying to keep things rational and not overreact. Hard to do in today's world. 
lot of uh, sky is falling, run around with, uh, you know, your head cut off kind of um, reactions out there that we have to navigate through. And it can be difficult at times. So good to have voices of reason and reminders like yours to calm things down a little bit. Calm the waters. Absolutely. (laughs) Very cool. Well, if you have any questions for Scott about, uh, you know, something going on in the financial world or the financial landscape, and you're worried how it might impact your own financial plan or how you should react to it, if you need reinforcement or some guidance or uh, just a a sounding board, Scott and his team certainly are there for you at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the Kansas City metro area, but also serving clients all across the country. 913-393-4724 your number to call to reach the office. That's 913-393-4724. And we're always online at listentoscott.com. That's listentoscott.com. Go there to listen to past episodes of the show and get more information. For Scott Dugan, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.